Hey, chomps. I just, I just pressed record on my side. Uh They're they're champions. Champions. Yeah. I love that. I'd like to propose a toast. Welcome to Wines and Dolls, a podcast where Chelsea and Emily wine and talk about musicals. Welcome. Wine is a double on Tundra. Chelsea. What are we doing today? We're doing Shrek the Musical. Do you have any special connection to Shrek? Boy, do I. Really? Uh, Yes. I Um, I didn't know if you did or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in the show. Uh, Shrek, I was really, when I remember when it came out, I kind of followed, I used to look up jobs on Playbill and literally follow a show from the Playbill audition posting all the way through cast recording release. Like I, and this Super is one of those shows. I love it. I love, I loved like Tale of Two Cities. I remember like seeing the audition and then seeing all the news about it and following it, following it, following it. And then suddenly it like was flopped. <laughs> well. Things like that. Because in the West End, a lot of shows, what I didn't know was like a lot of shows would open to the West End and then they would make it their way to Broadway. And it was when I was living in London that I fell in love with theater. So Shrek, I also really loved Brian. Uh, I can't even Darcy James. Last, yeah, I love him. I think he's so talented. And then, of course, Sutton. I mean, it was the Thurmond or Millie sound or uh, cast yes. recording that really got me into musicals, like seeing Mary Poppins and then listening to Thurmond or Millie. So it was just like the perfect cocktail of like great show people. Mm-hmm. But then I actually did this show in college. It was my last show my senior year of college. It was the last show I did in college and at oh, Furman. I didn't realize that. Where I was Mama Bear with the coolest bear family with Greg Aww. and Nicole. Yeah, little baby Nicole. Little baby bear. A little, little baby bear. We were the cutest little family. Ugh. So we have the cutest picture from rehearsal. I'll post it to our Instagram. I would love to see that. So that's how I know the show. I really, I really, the, sh- the story itself, I've always like loved Shrek. My freshman roommate actually loved, loved Shrek. It was kind of a weird, like, like Shrek creepy, weird obsession. Okay. She, and she was, it wasn't so creepy that it was creepy, but she, it was just funny. Cause she's just like, I don't know why I love it so much, but I love Shrek. So I would, I like one of the three <laughs> movies I brought on our television with a DVD player connected to it was Shrek. Yay. And Shrek too. So I would just kind of like turn on Shrek too and I'd play in the background and in our room. And I got her a Shrek cuddle, cuddle pet or cuddle puddle Aww. pillow, whatever those are called. Yeah for her birthday. I and love I'm like, you're that. easy to shop for. You like Shrek. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bam. There you go. She's going to have a collection for her whole entire life. Yeah. From my all dad, the gifts I gave her. my dad told somebody one time that he liked ducks and yeah. now he has nothing but a collection of ducks all over the house. Different duck things. Just ducks. Oh yeah. I got a wiener dog and now I have wiener everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Emily. Hey, Chelsea. What are you drinking? I'm drinking Topo Chico. Yeah, Topo. I, I have slowly gone through all of my liquids. So we started this morning with emergency and tea and then unsweetened tea. She's coming off the gin right now, y'all. I only had like a little bit of gin. And then we recorded an episode where I put the gin in the tea. And now we're on our last episode of the day where I'm drinking Topo. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, Emily. What are you drinking? I am at the end of my, my White Claw. I'm going to need to get another one at intermission. It is a little warm. 
Ooh. that's okay. But I also made myself some iced tea. It was a little sweetened with some, some simple syrup. A little sweetened with some whiskey? Some whiskey. No. And I got my La Croix. <laughs> this should just be like the Liquids and Dolls podcast. Liquids and Dolls. <laughs> and Chelsea has to pee every 20 minutes. That's a liquid, isn't it? Yep. Hey, Emily. Hey, Chelsea. No. No, I went last. I, I went said it first. first. I said it first. Hey, Chelsea. No. No. I'm, I'm editing this. Damn it. Hey, Emily. <laughs> what are you whining about? I'm whining because you didn't let me say it first. We always fight over who's going to whine first, but it's like we want to ask it first because we want um, a second to kind of think of our, our why. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Okay, now I'm going to pair, even though it's the name of our podcast. <laughs> we, I mean, I could whine all day about a lot of stuff, but I want to have, have like, like narrow something. It down. I have to narrow it down. Okay, um, I'm really actually going to whine about, you know what? I, it's, it's going to be a sparkling wine. A very busy day today with recording. We're all, we're recording three episodes today, but on top of that, we've got our photo shoot tonight yeah. with yeah. Natasha Nivan Photography. Yeah. I'm really really excited because I've heard good things about her, and I'm I we don't have lifestyle shoots, and I've never done a lifestyle shoot, so I'm just really freaking excited. Yeah, no, Tasha. So great. even though even though today's going to be a very long day for me, and I've got to go teach in between all of this at a park, it's going to be a really great day. And we we work hard, and we we play just as hard. Work hard, play hard, play hard, work hard, play hard. Play hard. Hey, Emily. Hey, Chelsea. What are you whining about? What am I whining about? <sighs> this is a this is also a sparkling wine. Well, one, I'm really excited about the photo shoot as well. And I keep forgetting this happening. And then you reminded me and I was like, oh yeah, I have to go figure out my, my main. But number two, last night, Chelsea and I got to do a screenplay reading for Bloom. It is a screenplay of a script that I actually did a reading for a couple of years ago. And the uh, writer reached out and she's like, can you come play the same role you played two years ago, but can you do the teenage version of it? <laughs> and I'm like, sure. So, and then she's like, yeah. I, need, I need someone to read this part. And I texted Chelsea. And I was like, you want to do this with me? Cause we had to cancel our photo shoot to make it happen. And so Chelsea said yes. And then she loved Chelsea. Yay. Yeah. She was like, she's every, she's, this is exactly what I thought in my head. I'm excited for my friend to see uh, where her project goes. Cause she has some, like, it's, it's an amazing story. You can follow it on follow. Instagram at Journey of Bloom. We're having so many fun collabs coming up, you guys. I, so I, we've many. had so many already, so many exciting collaborations already and coming up. I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm really excited too, because especially with, with Michael that we had last week, you got to hear him. He's oh, my little he's, play. He's the best. He's the best. Oh, Michael. All right. You ready to talk about some Shrek? Yes. Tell me okay. all about it. I'm going to tell you about Shrek, the musical. Not to be confused. Just not like that. <laughs> not like that? You don't like this voice? You're, I, would, I cast you at the elf immediately. You're immediately thank the you. elf. Oh, thank you. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Shrek, the musical, book and lyrics by David Lindsay Abair, which he's best known for the play Rabbit Hole in 2007, which won several Tony nominations. But more importantly... 
Music by Janine Desori, one of the most prolific and celebrated female theatrical composers in history. I know that name. Why do I know that name, Chelsea? Fun Home, Violet, Thoroughly Modern Millie. She has five Broadway musicals and five Tony Award nominations. She's kind I, of the... She's kind of a big deal. She's kind of the tits. She's kind of a big deal. Just a little bit. Oh my God, let's get her on the podcast. Hey. Oh yeah, let me call her up. Janine, what's she doing? Anybody know Janine Mr. Desori? Um, it's just, but while we're on that, if you know Janine Tesori, please hook me up with Sutton Foster too, who plays Fiona in our show here. Love me. Go Sutton. ahead. Email Sutton. us at winesanddolls at gmail.com. The musical is based on DreamWorks animation film from 2001, Shrek, with elements of the sequel Shrek 2, Forever After, and William Steig's 1990 book, Shrek! Exclamation mark. After a trial run in Seattle at the Fifth Avenue Theater, it transferred to Broadway in 2008, December 2008, and closed after over 12 months of, a, of the run, closed January 2010. There was a U.S. tour in 2010, and then a revamped, I'm just like running through this, and then a revamped West End production in 2011 and ran until February 2013. A revamping? A revamping. Oh. What'd you call me? You revampire. (laughs) Then (laughs) there is a digital Netflix version, which is still on Netflix today. Oh, yeah. I totally was just watching it like two seconds ago. Okay. From the original (laughs) Broadway production with Sutton Foster. Yes, and Darcy James, Brian. Uh, well, I'm going to talk a lot about the casting right here because this is a star-studded cast. Shrek, yes, uh, most, of the, most of the cast who was in Seattle also went to Broadway with this show. So we're going to start with Shrek. Brian Darcy James, who is also Andy Baker on 13 Reasons Why. He's been King George III on Ham- in Hamilton. He's been in The Wild Party off-Broadway. He's been in Titanic. Um, I thought this was really interesting, though. This is his fun fact. He went to Northwestern University and graduated out of the School of Communication. Well, he has to communicate as an actor. Absolutely. I just, I just love that he didn't, like, get a degree. Uh, he did get a degree. That's a lie. I just love that he didn't get a degree in musical, in musical theater. theater. Yes. Or acting. I, I just think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. And he was nominated for Best Actor in a Broadway <sighs> musical. So... What have I been He's doing so good. my money on college in the musical theater world? And I feel like a lot of people like know his voice, but don't know him because he gets, a, I mean, he's a, he's a lead a lot in Titanic and Shrek and then in Something Rotten. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. He's in like a lot of he things. Is, I'm like, oh my gosh, he's in this He's too. well-known. He's the most well-known, non-well-known person. Exactly. He's like Wayne Brady. <laughs> he's yes. the kind of famous I want to be. Yes. <laughs> that I don't get stopped on the street. But, but you know who I am. If you hear my name, you're going to cast me. Just like a golden bagel the other day when exactly. somebody was like, oh, I know your name. Yeah, okay. Chelsea being famous over here. Okay, so Fiona was played by Sutton Foster, the one, the only, the gorgeous, the amazing, the talented Sutton the Foster. The tall as hell, legs for days, Sutton Foster, who we know as Millie Dilmont in Thoroughly Modern Millie. She also was in Anything Goes on Broadway, the Broadway revival of Anything Goes. She was actually in Bunheads, and she had and she, uh, younger TV as well. She's also known for Jarowsy Chaperone, which originally I was like, maybe this month 
maybe this month our theme could be set in foster because I'm obsessed. And Emily was like, nah. And then we came back and we're like, what about quarantini? Shows about being quarantined in tower. And then also alcohol. Oh my God, we could do Drowsy Chaperone and Shrek. Which we are maybe doing. And they both have Sutton Foster in them. <laughs> but both shows we're doing have Sutton Foster and yes. Chelsea is doing a spit take in our, in our flyer. So. In our flyer. Go look at the flyer on our Instagram for our theme this month, created by Christy from Pen to Paper Studio. You can follow love her. Christy. I love you, Christy. We can follow her at From Pen to Paper Studio. So moving on into Sutton Foster a little bit more here. I did some research. Oh, she was also in Violet, Love Violet, and Young Frankenstein. She's pretty much like Janine Tesori's like golden girl. She's Janine Tesori's golden child. Yes. So apparently she was on Star Search at age 15. Didn't oh. know that. Thought that was interesting. And remember how I just said Brian Darcy James didn't have a degree in musical theater? Well, neither does Sutton because this girl, this girl, she tried to go to college, but she just kept getting work. So why go to college when you're getting consistent work, right? You go to and college to get a job. You already have a job. So why go to college? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cinderella story. She, t- <laughs> she didn't even finish high school in a high school. She did it on the road when she was touring with none other than Tommy Toon directing Roger, uh, Will Rogers' Follies. Of course. She actually graduated high school got her diploma via correspondence courses because she was on the road touring with Will Rogers Follies. Yeah. Crazy, right? Crazy life. Like that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen, but it did for her. So good for you. (laughs) It did. Uh, I thought this was funny. The end of her bio on Wikipedia, it says, quote, her older brother Hunter is also an actor. And that's the end of that. I was like, come on. Hunter is... Hunter Foster. Hunter Foster is... He may not be as well-known as Sutton, but he is very well-known. He wrote Jasper in Deadland. He's a dancer. He's a singer. He's, he's incredible. Hunter Foster's incredible. I just thought it was interesting that the last line is, and Peggy, <laughs> basically. I was like, dude. And, and of course, Peggy. Sutton's like bio is this long, and Hunter's is like this long. But there's some really notable shit on there. Anyway, it's all in the family. Donkey was played by Chester Gregory, known as, his like nickname is Chess, if you want to be friends with him. He was uh, also seaweed in Hairspray, but he was in the Seattle version, the original Seattle Shrek as Donkey. And then the Broadway Donkey is Daniel Breaker, who is playing Aaron Burr in Hamilton. Lord Farquaad is Christopher Sieber, which I love. Pinocchio, John Tartic. Oh my God. This is, this is the name that remember. Tartaglion. Tartaglion. During Avenue Q, is like his, his last name looks like Ganglia. This is Tartaglion. Yes. This is John, John Tartaglion. Exactly. Gingy uh, is Haven Burton. And Dragon on, in Seattle was Casey Lewis Evans, and then Broadway is Haven Burton, Amy Garcia, and Rachel Stein. Mm-hmm. They shared the role. That's a really, really hard role. <laughs> like a really well, hard they, role. It's really, oh gosh, I love, I, I hate they actually took the, her song, the three-person dragon mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you produce Shrek now, the song that is on Netflix and the one that was on Broadway is not the song that dragon will sing. And I oh. love, I love the three-person one so much more. <laughs> I don't know it. I need to go listen. In the West End, 
the major stars, I didn't recognize them, but most of them are soap opera stars, which I found very interesting. Shocking. Shocking. (laughs) The album in 2009 was number one on Billboard's top cast albums chart and number 88 on Billboard 200. Uh, Quote, the song I'm a Believer was actually added October 2009. It's not on the original cast recording. I remember performing that song. The harmonies are, are hard. I'm sure. It was added to the show, though. So you get to you now get to do I'm a Believer. I'm sure plenty of children were going to see Shrek the Musical, and they're like, why can't I hear this song? Well, like people my, by children, I mean people my age who grew up with the movie. <laughs> so, so children. <laughs> children. Children. Yep. Here's some reviews. This is my favorite review that I saw. It's the beginning of a, they got some really mixed reviews, but the New York Times said, and I quote, Shrek, for the record, is not bad, dot, dot, dot. That is the most accurate review of the show <laughs> that you could ever, that's it's, exactly the show. Yeah, that is it. Not bad. Gotta say, it's not bad. I had a budget of $24 million. Nice. And their nominations, Tony nominations for musical book, original score, actor, actress, feature, actor, orchestration, and costume design. They won costume design. Drama Desk, they had 12 nominations and they won three. Nominated for a Grammy, but nope, they did not get that one. And then the Olivier, they were nominated for four and won that's kind of like the joke of the show is that, you know, the movie is such gold and then they made it into a musical, right? Movie to musical. How much do we love those? They're like, that's what's happening right now on Broadway, but this was one of the first ones to do it. And so of course the story is like, eh, it's okay. The music is okay. But I was like, the show itself is kind of, yeah, it's just, it's not it's bad, okay. oh. but the costumes, Lord God are, are oh. just are so incredible. Or of course, it's Janine Tesori. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah. and then like, you have to think of like, they had like the helmets for the ogres and there's four, there's four ogres that show up on, or five ogres that they show up on stage that they had to make helmets for and hands for. And those wigs, those like hard plastic wigs then, for the, the and, people. And then who was it? The, all the fairy tale creatures have these beautiful, beautiful costumes and wigs. And then they have to like, they have to, there's quick changes and there's a transformation literally on stage from somebody who it's just, yeah, the show isn't bad. It's not bad. (laughs) I I will say, I will say I saw Shrek when the school I used to work for performed it. It was the middle school. And that was literally my reaction was, oh, it's not bad. It doesn't suck. I love dragon. Dragon's a good role. Love that. And I love I Know It's Today. That's like, well, I perform a, that and I have my students do it all the time. So I like have to teach all the kids that. Because it's one of the, like, it's hard to find songs for the children sung by children that well, aren't going to kill them. I have a version. It's in my, my kids' musical theater contemporary book. I think it's Hal Leonard. And it's, it's got this great rendition of I Know It's Today with the, the young Fiona and the teenage Fiona. And then they ended at Teenage Fiona, you don't get the next part with the trio. Mm-hmm. I know it's today. They end it right there at the big high note for Teenage Fiona. And it's a great song for kids. It's, it's fun. It's just fun. It's a great song. It's easy, too. Not, it tells a story. Not putting it. It tells a, it's a storytelling kind of musical or t- kind of song. And it's the highest note is a, like a B flat. Yeah. So I can teach like little baby belting. It's yeah. easy. Yeah, I, I love that song. 10 out of 10. 
Hey, Chelsea. Okay. Hey, Emily. You want to hear about Shrek the Musical? Nah, I'm good. Okay. Okay. We, but you know fun. what? Since we're here, why well, don't you tell me a little, little something? Just little a little something, bit. Something just a little about bit better. Shrek. Yeah. It's funny because I started, I'm like nervous right now. Why? And I don't know why. I think because I, I know this musical and I've been in this musical and I've watched this musical so many times that I'm like, I feel like I know, like, I feel like everyone knows it as well as I do. And so like trying to explain it, I don't I'm think hoping that I can do. break it down enough. I don't, I don't think they know it as well. No, as I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't want to, I don't want to assume anything, but I feel like I might because, so I'm just a little nervous about it. The musical. What's kind of nice about Shrek the Musical is the music. It there's very very short scenes between music. This the music does tell the story, so you're never just kind of like, when is this scene going to end? Where's the song? So you have a lot of Janine to story, which is nice. So it opens up with a narration of older Shrek talking about ogres and how people don't really like ogres and. He's like, let's look at my childhood. And so you have two ogre parrots singing to a tiny child and they're warning him about how he will be shunned from the world and how there's always going to be these angry mobs. And they're like, now they're like, now you're seven. So it's time to go away. This is in the song, The Big Bright Beautiful World. Once upon a time, there was a little ogre named Shrek, who lived with his parents in a bog by a tree. It was a pretty nasty place, but he was happy, because ogres like nasty. Listen, son, you're growing up so quickly. Although we want to hear, the rules are very clear. Now you're seven. Now you're seven. So it's time to go away. This song, it starts with the overture, and then you have the parents and this little child ogre. And as the ogre is traveling and flying the coop at seven years old, you start to see little vignettes across the stage. And one of those little vignettes, and I actually was looking at the pre-release script, they have a little scene with Fiona and her parents in the pre-release that ultimately got cut from the Broadway version. But as Shrek is traveling as a seven-year-old, you see a line of noblemen and then you see little Fiona walking and I'm like, foreshadow? Because oh. oh. I think that at that point they're taking her to her, her uh, tower. tower. Spoiler alert. And so they're singing lines like how hard it is going to be for him to be an ogre and he's just going to have to deal with it. They're like, dreams come true, but not for you. It's a big, bright, beautiful world with happiness all around. It's peaches and cream and every dream comes true. One will be like, you'll have a friend or two, 
but not for you. Goodbye. So that's pretty much the entire song is the parents being like, everything's going to suck. Oh, and look out for men with pitchforks. Oh, God. So he's traveling. He's traveling. And he shows up and there's, and then older Shrek narration, he goes, and he was alone just the way he likes it. And so the little ogre went off and found a muddy patch of swampland far, far away from the world that despised him. And there he stayed for many years, tucked away and all alone, which was just the way he liked it. And then Big Shrek comes out with a big, bright, beautiful world. And he thinks about how he's all alone in the swamp, but it's, he likes it because everything is good. thinking about this i'm like there must be some sort of like not stockholm but he was told one thing his entire life from his parents mm-hmm. and then to be in solitude with those those that being those the mantra. yeah so when so at what point you start to accept it and you're happy that it's that way and so he is like he i think he could have lived his entire life on the swamp and never had the story happen and he would have been just fine and i kind never of would have known for the better i kind of feel that's like that's quarantine right now for me. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to stay inside now. And you don't know anything for the better if you were to leave, if something would better or worse would happen because you yeah. just don't know. And that's the most yeah. you take. And so yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. content. He was just content. And it's That song does end. And he has, he has farted on everything and he has burped <laughs> on everything. The burps were actually done by the director down in the pit, all the burps and all. And then oh um, they have a lot of like audio tuning, like for roars and for different things. There's a lot of, there's a lot of tech in this show. If you can't do the show with a good set, good costumes and good tech, you shouldn't do the show. Just don't do it. He leaves the stage and then the swamp, his home, the set kind of backs up and the trees come in and the fairy tale creatures are all lined up and they're like, oh, I hate this. It smells like butt, blah, 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 blah. And there's transition music. And I hate, usually hate transition music in musicals because I think really? it's very like high school-y. It's like, no, we've, we've graduated from blackouts and transitions. Like we need to have something a little bit more interesting. And this is the solution is what they did. So there's transition music of everything happening and they're coming on and improving. And there's a orchestra goes bloop. Pio, Pinocchio says, he's like, this place smells like pine sap. <laughs> I want to be Pinocchio. I know, right? It's that high, high tenor. And so the fairy tale creatures there, you have fairy tale creatures like Pinocchio, Peter Pan, the three little bears, you have a fairy godmother, you have the Mad Hatter, and they are being escorted to the swamp because they are freaks. And if they return to the kingdom of Duloc, they will only return under the penalty of death. So they are being exiled to the swamp. So the, the decree is from Lord Farquaad, all fairy tale creatures have been banished from the kingdom of Duloc. All fruitcakes and freaks will be sent to a resettlement facility. Damn. Yeah, fruitcakes and freaks. Damn. 
Pinocchio, the puppet. Uh, I'm not a puppet, I'm a real boy. <laughs> That's your patch of mud down there. Aw, oh, dumped on a swamp. Man, I tell you, sometimes being a fairy tale creature sucks pine sap. The guards are like, you have to stay here. And they're fighting with the guards and they're giving them all their little plot points around the stage. And the characters are singing about how they feel. Mama Bear, she goes, Mama's in the mud. Mama's in yes. distress. Gypsy, okay. Mm-hmm. Wicked witch. Life is but a witch hunt. Mama's in the mud. Mama's in distress. There's inspiration drawn from different well-known shows, which will show up. Just like how Shrek is drawn from all these fairy tales that we all know, mm-hmm. their music is also drawn from musicals that are well known i Isn't love it me? when that happens yeah that's like it. it was so clever i'm like because you're gonna hear wicked uh later from uh Farquaad. Mm-hmm. and this is all being described in the song story of my life really cute song and so it's all the fairy tale creatures dancing together and being like everything sucks yep yep (laughs) and it's just and they're ridiculous every every time pinocchio is like i'm not a puppet i'm a real boy and his nose would grow the important word here is that they are freaks and these freaks are all on now shrek's swamp so guess who returns to find uh freaks on his swamp is it shrek it's shrek who has been alone and everything is his. He's a little selfish, but I mean, I can't really blame him. I wouldn't want random people on my property who were eccentric. <laughs> so all these freaks are on his swamp and he's like, what a cat, what are you doing on my swamp? Like from the movie. And the fairy tale creatures are like, it's not our fault we're here. It's because of Lord Farquaad. Oh yeah, he huffed and he puffed and he filed an eviction notice. <laughs> all these spherical creatures though they're like you're really big and scary and they realize that shrek could be the answer to their problems because none of them could stand up for the big tall grand lord farquad they would need someone who's bigger they try to convince shrek by singing the song you're our only hope and they're like you're our only hope you're our only hope. It's this kind of Latin-y song. And oh, they're being, it's like Esperanza. The wolf is a tranny wolf. He's a cross-dresser from yeah. uh, Little Riding Hood. So he comes on and they, they're like, they called me, they called me the big bad wolf. <laughs> and the evil witch is like, yes, I'm an evil. I'm going to put a spell. Let me spell it out for you. And she puts a spell on her broom. This is what's happened. And um, so Shrek agrees. He's like, fine, I'm going to go take care of it. To which the fairy tale creatures go, yay. And they sing the goodbye song. Time to say goodbye. Time to say farewell. Time to say goodbye or something. It's been really spell. Time to say goodbye. Time to say goodbye. Time to say goodbye. Don't die. <laughs> <laughs> and the fairy tale creatures exit. It's ridiculous. 
Shrek leaves his swamp to the fairy tale creatures who have all run into his house and you can hear like glass breaking and he's like oh. like just they just take over just like they do in the movie. Yeah. And the the woods retransition so the swamp backs up and the woods come back in and you see these guards and they are chasing a donkey. Shrek, it, he kind of runs into them and he goes like, what's your problem? Pick on somebody your own size. Kind of stands up for donkey. And they're like, you're an ogre. We have to arrest you all. And he goes, roar. And the guards, they do like the most ridiculous, can't be like, ah, woman, mommy. Oh. Yeah. They us. <laughs> he goes, this is the pot. Will you run away? And they all run away. <laughs> and donkey turns around. He goes, you're really something. Uh, let's be friends. And he's like, I'm going to do lock. He's like, I know the way. And Donkey ends up singing the song, Don't Let Me Go. What do you say? You're not responding. I think we're bonding. Don't let me go. Don't let me go. Don't let me go. Oh, 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 oh. You need me. Pretty much in the song, Don't Let Me Go. Donkey is saying, I will repay you for saving my life by being your friend. I'm going to do all the things that friends do, like shave your back when it gets hairy. And then he has some like analogies. I'm going to be on you like a fat kid on cake. We go together like donuts and oh, what goes with donuts? Uh, Donuts and diabetes and so he those are all the friendly things and all the uh, all the wonderful things that could come from being friends with donkey reluctantly agrees that Donkey can help him get to Duloc because Donkey knows the way and Shrek is lost in the woods. Into the woods. Into the woods. He agrees, but only because I'm lost. And if you keep the jabbering to a minimum, and if you've seen the movie, you know that Donkey does not shut up. So he goes and jabbers, and suddenly the scene changes. The woods go away. It blacks out and has kind of a blue light. And all of these guards come out and start walking in very sharp formations. Um, and they're singing the song, Farquaad is on his way. He's on his way. He is down the hall. <laughs> it's sung off stage, and it's very chanting until you get to the end of it because I had to do the harmonies for this. They were like sevenths. Yeah. We had to sing. They were just hard. It's like we were singing in sevenths. I'm like, who does this? Crazy. But the guards are in this formation. They're like, now he's here. Right here. Boom. And then the smoke comes up and it's black out and you see this figure come out from the smoke and then a spotlight hits Lord Farquaad, who is a short guy, shorty McShort face. So it's literally an actor on his knees with legs attached to the front of his costume. Ridiculous. I love it so much. It's my favorite. There's so much. I wonder what the knee pad budget was for this show. I mean, I wouldn't be able to play that character. My knees are fucked up. So Lord Farquaad has entered in this blackout. And he's lit center stage. And he begins... Super lit. He begins questioning the gingerbread man. And this scene is straight out of the movie. Yeah. Do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man! The Muffin Man! He's married to the Muffin Man. Gingy pops up on this 
big tray, the gingerbread man named Gingy. And it's a puppet that's voiced by the sugar plum fairy that you'll realize later because the sugar plum fairy is like holding Gingy. Spoiler alert. But that's who's voicing Gingy. And just this high voice that shakes. Lord Farquaad is questioning the gingerbread man who has, and he had cut off his legs already. Like, so the oh, legs are attached like to the tray. Him. Because, yeah. you know, the gingerbread, the gingerbread man runs fast. You can't right. catch him. Right. And so he's like, I'm trying to find all the fairy tale creatures that are ruining my perfect kingdom. Where are they? Who's hiding them? And he goes, I'll never tell. And then he goes to take his, his gumdrop. But he's like, no, not the gumdrop. Buttons. Okay, I'll tell you. Do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man. Yes, I know the Muffin Man who lives on Drury Lane. Well, he's married to the Muffin Man. The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man. He's married to the Muffin Man. Yes, and that's <laughs> that's the scene. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Scene. He's just got this out of the gingy when a guard runs and he goes, Lord Farquaad, we just had news that we found your most sought-after treasure. And Lord Farquaad's like, oh, uh, a pretty pony. <laughs> <laughs> to which, no, the answer is a magic mirror from Snow White. And he goes, bring it in. So Gingy goes away. A magic mirror comes down. It's a projection. And the mirror is like, hi, welcome, everybody. He's like a game show host. He goes, welcome to my perfect kingdom. And the mirror goes, well... Technically, you're not a king, so this isn't a kingdom. Polonius, hey. and then he hits the hits a mirror, and he goes, "Well, you're not a king yet. You have to marry a princess. So let's play this game called This Is Your Wife, which is a parody of the dating game." <laughs> so he has the three contestants. He has Bachelor Number One, who he describes Cinderella. And Lord Falco goes, oh, I like her broom. And then contestant number two is Snow White. Though she live, lives with seven other men, she ain't easy. Oh, damn. And they, sh- they show her, let me, this is Snow White. Oh, she's in Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one is the girl who's guarded by a dragon over hot boiling water. But don't let that cool you off. She's a hot, whatever, that likes pina coladas and getting caught in the raid. Yours for the rescuing, Princess Fiona. And they show Princess Fiona says, who, who will be one, two, or three? And he, after the guards yell out, four, there is no four. He <laughs> picks number three. And this is where his plan starts to kind of hatch for this journey that is about to happen. He goes, she's perfect, except for the dragon and lava thing. He's pretty much like, how am I going to go and get this princess so that I can become king? We're going to get ourselves a queen. So they have this, they're going to have this competition. <laughs> I love it. His solution, all of the guards and Lord Farquaad exit, but the mirror is like, wait, wait, don't you want to see my extras, my features? You can look at like behind the scenes footage and just like a DVD yeah. menu. He's like, if, just go over to extras and you can see Fiona when she was seven years old. And the mirror comes up and this tower comes on oh. and young Fiona's on the stage to then begin the song. I know it's today. Settling girls, it's story time. But in the end, Rapunzel finds a millionaire. The prince is good at climbing and braiding golden hair. So I know he'll appear because there are rules and there are strictures. I've had to... In the song, 
the teenage Fiona sings about, and our prenup will be binding. I teach this song to so many students. And every time they sing prenup, they're like, "Uh and our prenup will be, I'm like, do you understand what prenup is? No. What's a prenup, Chelsea? A prenup means mine is mine and yours is yours if we get divorced. You can't take my money. It'll be binding. It'll be binding. So I was like, you need to be threatening right here. So I know he'll appear and his armor will be blinding. As shining as his perfect teeth and manly hose, he'll propose on one knee. And our prenup will be binding About time we set a wedding date Day number 958 In the song, we have three Fionas. We have the seven-year-old Fiona who's like, I've only been here for 23 days, but I know it's today that I'll be rescued because they're all over. Look at all these princesses who are in a sleepover with Sleeping Beauty. And then she goes away and the teen comes in. At this point, it's like 900 and something days. Mm-hmm. And, she, and she sings about the prenup. And, and then we have the grown adult. I know it's today. He'll show up today. There's a princess, any princess. Take your pick, they're all like me. The sudden is like going through her her books and she's 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 ripping them up and she's like the waiting, the waiting, the waiting. And the waiting, the waiting, the waiting, the waiting, the waiting. But I know he'll appear, though I seem a bit bipolar. I'm a find, I'm a catch, and a really gifted bowler. So I wrote in my resume when I was auditioning for Shrek under my special skills that I was a very gifted bowler. So I'm like, I am a good bowler too. Put me on Wee Bowling and I'm a pro. I know it's today. 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 And then all three Fionas are there and then they get backed up in a blackout. The castle's coming back, Lord mm-hmm. Farquaad's castle. And Donkey and Shrek are outside the castle playing punch buggy. Donkey keeps punching Shrek. He's like, punch buggy, ha ha ha. It's when you see a cart that says like, why would it? And Shrek's like, why would anyone play this? It's stupid. And then Shrek punches Donkey. He goes, you want to keep playing? He goes, no, no. Let's play I Spy so don't end up dead or something. And suddenly the castle's there. They're like, look, it's a castle. And they're like, it's a bit much. Might be compensating for something. Yeah, yeah. And Donkey is like, huh? He's like, never mind. Suddenly a mascot, Lord Farquaad, comes out like with the big head. He is like, welcome to Duloc. And then he sees the ogre and he's like, ah! And he falls down on the stage and like oh. crawls off the stage wearing this huge... Lord Farquaad had. Shrek's like, this place is weird. And then they leave the stage for all of the perfect puppets of Duloc to show up to sing the song, Welcome to Duloc. Welcome to Duloc, such a perfect town. 
so they sing Welcome to the Duloc, which is the perfect cookie cutter army of the Duloc dancers. And they're all wearing the same dress and they have these little helmets on. And I thought it was so clever when I understood as a child the uh, please stay up off of the grass, shine your shine shoes, shoes, wipe your face. Yeah, I knew exactly yeah. what that word was supposed to be. And I was hey. like, I know the adult joke. <laughs> Shrek was like one of the first movies that came out that was like for kids, but also for adults. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. With all the hidden jokes, the Duluc dancers. And they're like, and here's the man who made it happen. That colossal towering something of moxie, Lord Farquaad. And Lord Farquaad comes out in this kind of like cabaret style. He's like, oh, it's you. And he begins singing about how he has made Duloc more of a conformist state, how everything is perfect and you, every, everyone is exactly the same. So there's nothing that's unexpected. And that's why he's trying to get all the freaks out of Duloc. In the song, What's Up, Duloc? And here's the man who made it happen. That towering colossus of moxie, Lord Farquaad. Oh, it's you. What a terrific surprise. Once upon a time, this place was infested. Freaks on every corner, I had them all arrested. Hey, nanny, 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 no. There's a whole bunch of pieces of this song that are drawn from other really popular musical numbers and themes. There's a part in the musical where in the choreography, they have the Duloc dancers because the Duloc dancers are dancing this with him. And he's doing this all on his knees. Keep in mind, Lord Crocker is literally on his knees doing a kick line. And there's a part where the dancers are in two lines and he runs behind the first line as if he's walking. So he's walking on his knees. And then the actor stands up and runs across the second line so that he's higher up and the knees oh, that's going, cool. like the legs are going across the top. <laughs> Costume's really cool because it has a structured cape and it's covering his legs. Mm-hmm. So this cape is always straight back. And he's got like um, puppet legs. And right? he has puppet legs. Things are looking up here in In the song, notice the theme in it is everything's looking up, but how tall is Lord Farquaad? He's, he's not up. <laughs> he is very tiny, remember? So, but he's he's trying to make everything. So he's pretty much is overcompensating for everything. Mm-hmm. Clever, clever, clever Shrek. Five, six, seven, eight. I know. So I'm currently in Chelsea's room, social distancing from her. No, she's not. As much as we can. We're literally in the middle of Act 1 of Shrek the Musical. We didn't even get through We didn't even get through Act 1. But you know what we did do? We went and got our photos taken. We sure did. And we had two restful evenings. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now we're here. We even released an episode since we last recorded. In all fairness, we did our best to record all three in one day that we needed to get done. But, you know, it was just a little on the ambitious side. It was ambitious. We we took a break because what we found out during What's Up Duloc is Laura Farquaad is doing all these different themes from different really well-known musicals. 
And then the song gets cut short because Shrek and Donkey enter the scene. <gasps> and they're like, oh, it's terrifying. Oh, it's an ogre, blah, 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 blah. But Lord Farquaad had just announced that he needs a champion to go find Fiona. And then he's looking at the ogre like, you don't belong here. But then he's like, oh, you're perfect. And he employs Shrek and Donkey. He employs is a loose term. He bribes them <laughs> to go rescue Fiona and in return he will take all the fairy tale creatures off of Shrek's swamp. Bam. So. Win-win. And then Lord Farquaad goes and no one's gonna bring me down. <laughs> and that's the outro which I realized in this musical there's so much transition music it's insane. I do respect a good transition song. Pretty much what's happening is this castle's pushing back and the trees come back and Shrek and Donkey are back into the woods. So <laughs> Shrek and Donkey are in the forest. Oh, I forgot to mention, during What's Up, Duloc, the whole song is about being conforming, and literally they go, uh, when you shout, conform us, yes, things are looking up, because Farquaad is short. <laughs> when Shrek enters the scene with Lord Farquaad, he's like, are you Lord Farquaad? And Lord Farquaad goes, does it strike fear in your heart? And he goes, no, but that little hat does. So yes, yeah, so Shrek is threatening and they were priests with the defying nod. Um, so it's a simple task that Donkey and Shrek are going on. So they are in a blacked out uh, stage and Donkey and Shrek are journeying where there's that famous quote of about onions. And so Donkey's like, Shrek, why didn't you go all ogre on him? And Shrek's like, well, ogres are like onions. And then they go into the whole parfait thing. Okay. Ogres are like onions, but they're because of layers, but mm -hmm. they're not like parfait, even though parfait are the most delicious thing in this whole goddamn planet. That's in the movie? That's in the movie, and that's also in the musical. Oh, Donkey says the perfect yeah, thing. Donkey says it. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, I remember so, that. So, Shrek is like, this is going to be the worst day ever. And Donkey's like, I'll make it better with Travel Song. Yay! You know, this may turn into the longest day of my entire life. Oh, I got the perfect remedy for that. Donkey, please, I'm begging you. Sing a song, yes, a travel song, when you gotta go somewhere. I love that song. It's so cute. So they're on a treadmill in the middle of the Shut stage. <laughs> what? They're on one the ground <laughs> treadmill. It's a okay. movie, but it's like a very small patch of a moving stage. And yeah, they're it's walking. like Hamilton. Yes. Oof, even smaller. And they open up the stage just a little bit, so there's like a hill that's rolling. Mm -hmm. And as they're walking, you start seeing like these puppets go by. So Puss and Boots Puss, Puss and Boots. Puss and Boots. Puss, Puss, Puss and Boots comes by and they're like, that cat's wearing boots. That's crazy. <laughs> With you. That'll do, Donkey. That'll do. Donkey's like, and Shrek, of course, is like, I hate, I hate this, I hate, I hate this, every, I hate this. She, he, Shrek is being Emily. Yeah, I hate this. I hate this. And they reach a staircase, and they start to climb it. Well, this is the staircase to the bridge. And the tables turn during this song. Ooh. So suddenly, Shrek is like, sing a song, just a travel song blah 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 and he's pushing donkey up the stairs to then cross the bridge where donkey like almost falls it's very perilous oh fuck yes um, it's also done in the dark <laughs> it's a very anticlimactic fall oh, by the end hard. of it shark is like pushing donkey across stage donkey pretty much falls and shrek pulls him up 
and they get across the bridge, and Donkey's like, we crossed the bridge, what a beautiful metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> They're now, guess where they are? Guess where they are? Guess where they are? Are they at the castle? They're at the castle. Oh my god! So hey. in the castle. <gasps> are you saying that it's today? I know it's today. I know <laughs> it's today. So they're in the castle, and Shrek finds a helmet. He's like, perfect. Okay, donkey, stay right here. He goes, we don't want to come with you. He's like, well, then you're going to have to face a dragon. He goes, okay, I'll stay right here. So Shrek leaves. Now donkey's on stage by himself. And Poor suddenly donkey. he's starting to hear like a ruckus. And then a single light hits donkey. And you hear this voice of three women. Yes. And this dragon head pops up in the middle of the stage that has scales around it and these three women dressed as uh, dragons. Badass. And they begin singing Donkey Pot Pie. such a good song and they cut it and it pissed me off so they they changed it now so instead of these three women singing donkey pot pie Mm -hmm. they changed it to the song forever so there's really only one dragon but forever is a really good song it's a good song but i like this one more I, i i i'm a sucker for a good trio and so they're singing this lovely trio powerhouse trio and they're kind of being a little dance girls and then also, these skeletons pop up, these little skeleton minions who are the dancers, and they're moving Donkey around. Now, the puppet doesn't move. The puppet's just in the middle, like, moving its head and and kind of singing with them and okay. blinking. It's a beautiful puppet, and it has the scales, and those are going to be important. And so as the song's happening, the dragon turns with everyone on it, and Donkey's on a platform that gets raised up to the dragon's <gasps> mouth, and he opens its mouth, and he goes... What big teeth you have, they're so sparkling white. I bet you hear this from all of your food, but you must bleach at night. And so he starts flirting with the dragon. Oh my god. And there's this moment, and suddenly the three dragon ladies come up on a platform right behind him. And so you have dragon head and donkey, and then the three girls, and they go, I'm gonna love you. <laughs> She's an easy dragon. She is easy. So we transition to Donkey, and the scales turn around. They're actually dancers, and so the, da- the scales are dancing oh, with the dragon, so cool. and the skeletons are dancing, and then the dragon's dancing, Aww. and it's just so cool, and he's running away. And pretty much the transition of him running away is the skeletons doing this, like, knobby dance, like, zombie-like. This transition is happening so that they can pull on Fiona's room. The the dragon gets pushed off, off to, like, stage right, I'm pretty sure. And this beautiful room comes on with Fiona, and she's over there with a tambourine. She's like, I know it's today. Ooh, I know it's today. And then she hears Shrek coming up. 
And she's like, oh, shit. So she throws the tambourine, and then she finds a bra, and she throws that under her bed, and she grabs some flowers, and she lays down on the bed, just in time for Shrek to get up there and be like, ah, oh, I got a snoozer. <laughs> got a snoozer, that's what I said. So he wakes her up. He's like, we have to go. Keep in mind, Shrek is wearing a helmet right now that he found right oh, before right, right, right. Donkey like in the movie. Yeah, so okay. he has a helmet on. So Fiona is like, oh, we need to savor this moment for our meeteth, meetest meets of the furthest and brightest <laughs> She's trying to be and all trying Shakespearean. Trying to be Shakespearean. I love um, that. With this, like, nice skirt. And she's like, this is how I pictured it into the song. This is how a dream comes true. Now hold us on, Sir Shrek. Don't you want to savor this moment? It beeth our first meeting. This is how a dream comes true. This is how I pictured you. Jeez, I'm a crackpot magnet. She beeth feel our that. first meeting. This beeth our first this meeting. Beeth our first meeting. Our this beeth our first meeting. Since the coronavirus. <laughs> and suddenly we're in Spelling Bee, the What's musical. Volgain. <laughs> So they're try- she's trying to live out her fantasy, Fiona. But Shrek's like, no, we have to go. And she's like, how did you get up here? He's like, where's the door? And she's like, we have to go down the, the window the way you came. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he goes, fine, we're going to do it. And she's like, where's she? And then you're going to take me to your steed. And he's like, fuck that. What's a steed? <laughs> A steed is a horse being ridden or available for riding. Okay. So she's singing about how wonderful, like, this is this is her dream. This is what, because she's been dreaming about this for a long time. Uh-huh. She sang about it. She had a whole song about uh-huh. it. She's counting down the she's days. She's counting down the Quite days. Quite literally. He picks her up and they're running through the castle and she's singing about pretty much the narration of like, okay, this is fine. This is fine. This is kind of almost what it is, but no, it's really not no, what it is. Not, Fuck, no, 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 no. What are we doing? He goes, I have to go save my ass from the dragon. <laughs> Get it? It's you didn't slay, you didn't slay the dragon. It's not my to-do list. And so finally, they make it that they trap the dragon behind a a little gate, and they come out victorious into the sun of day. And she goes, "At last, my dream comes true. I knew, I knew, I knew it would be." nice little placement and you yeah. see the sweat glisten on Sutton Foster's neck yes. and, her, and her jaw shaking from the vibrato. And that's the song. They have made it out of the castle and she is out of quarantine. Yes, girl. Yes, queen, out of quarantine. So now they're, guess where they are? Guess where they are? Guess where they are? They're in the woods. Ah! <laughs> Into the woods. Lost in the woods. Exactly. The scene that happens outside the castle is straight from the movie as well, where she's like, Brave tonight, this is, you must blah, 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 blah. Remove your helmet. Remove your helmet. And so he removes his helmet to reveal that Shrek is, in fact, guess what he is? Is he a prince? Close. Is he an ogre? He's an ogre. Oh, my God. She was like, you weren't supposed to be an ogre. Rude. Rude. And so Shrek explains, listen, I'm not here for anything other than getting shitty fairy tale creatures off my land. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take you to the Lord Farquaad. And she's like, like, hell you are. I'm going to wait right here. He can come get me. And he's like, no, he fucking isn't. Mm-hmm. He's Lord. not going to come get so you. So <laughs> he pretty much forces her in a comical way. To go to Lord Farquaad, bitterly. 
Okay. So she's on a, they're on their way to Lord Farquaad. Okay. So they start their journey back. And suddenly the sun starts to set. And Fiona's like, no, we have to find camp. They're like, oh, we'll get there tomorrow. She's like, we find camp now! Like in the movie. Like in the movie. I love this. So they find a little cave and she goes in. She's like, I said goodnight. And Donkey's like, I'll read you a bedtime story. He's like, no, you won't. No. So she's in her little cave, and Shrek and Donkey are sitting out under the moon. And Donkey's Aww. like, "Hey, Shrek, if you could be anything, who would you be? If you couldn't be, if you weren't an ogre." And Shrek, Aww. it's so sad. He begins to open up on the things he wishes he could be in the song "Who I'd Be." I guess I'd be a hero with sword and armor clashing. Looking semi-dashing, a shield within my grip. And maybe storm some beaches. That's who I'd be. That's who I'd be. So sad. Oh, it's so What good. a great song. And that reveals Fiona is an ogre. An ogre always hides. An ogre's fate is known. An ogre always stays in the dark. You're all alone. All alone. A perfect happy ending. That's how it should be. Uh huh. To go straight into hey, intermission. But wait, how do they do that? They so that whole beginning of the song. So she's in the cave. Uh huh. The cave is you know heading off stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's this whole scene of like, hey Shrek, if you weren't, what would you be if you know you weren't a? So they have like a good ten. So there's minutes. a good. So that song is pretty long. Mm. And I think what they do is they take it's a front piece mm-hmm. where it's her whole front side, like boobs, hands, and it's all just connected because she's wearing long sleeves. So her hands are connected to the sleeves. Okay. And I think she just puts it on, and then they paint her face, and they put on. Like a wig, yeah. So is her face not any bigger? I think her face is bigger. So there's like a prosthetic that they throw on. That's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And then intermission, she takes it all off again. Yeah. So like you're painting for two seconds, but you're only painting her face. Yeah, but only parts of her face because she's wearing a prosthetic as well. Okay, that sucks. So we're next two. Bam, and the curtain rises, and you see Fiona who has. Risen to awakeness. I love this song. Bright early in the morning. Not like me. In the song, Morning Person. Good morning, birds. Good morning, trees. Oh, what a lovely day. The sun's so big, it hurts my eyes. But really, that's okay. (laughs) She is singing the song Morning Person, and she's out singing about how wonderful the morning is and how she's going to have a great day. And she goes up to this bird, and she goes, cheep, 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 cheep. And then the bird explodes on stage. I love that. So the bird has exploded, and then she's like, Good morning, dear. Hi, have you heard? And dear, this inflatable deer pops up and she spins it around and then throws it off the cliff by accident. <laughs> and then she sees this rat like go go like scurry across the stage. Mm-hmm. 
And then she sees more rats scurry across the stage. And she runs into the Pied Piper. And he's like, I can't get these rats to follow me. So she takes his pipe and starts playing it. And they raise the curtain slightly. Mm-hmm. And these people, these little rat feet are tapping oh, on. They're flapping God. on. And then the, the the curtain rises, and it's all these people tapping with tuxedos on, with rat as feet. Like, their, their feet are literally rats. That's cute. And then they pull off her skirt, and she has a little tinier skirt on, uh-huh. Fiona's skirt, and they do this, like, really cool number. So they did a drowsy chaperone. Yes, yes, okay. yes. And then... Hey, give me my flute back. end of the song she they wrap her back up into the skirt and she literally just ends it like i'm great (laughs) (laughs) this morning i'm okay and shrek and donkey come on and that's when they wrap her up back in the skirt and they leave and donkey and shrek are like what the fuck is wrong with you i'm great and so she's like, I'm sorry, we started off on the wrong foot, but I think that we can be friends. And so she starts asking them about her groom-to-be, and Donkey and Shrek start being like, well, men like or men of Farquaad's stature are <laughs> in short supply. <laughs> and um, he's very good at small talk (laughs) and she's like you know i you guys are just jealous of his great stature and they're Mm -hmm. like okay you can decide that when you see him him. and she's like you know i've had a really tragic childhood i got locked in the tower and i've been in quarantine for so long oh i love this and shrek is like no 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 your childhood wasn't terrible you were in a cushy tower but i I'm an ogre, and you would never understand. And they start going back and forth on the song, I Think I Got You Beat. There are things you don't know, you know, about me, about how rough I had it. So, I think I got you beat, I think I got you beat. My dad and mom sent me away. It was my birthday. I was sent away on Christmas Eve. Uh-huh. Wait, so that so, means that his birthday is on Christmas Eve. Because she comes by in the and very is beginning. being dragged to her, unless it takes like six months unless or whatever. Unless he's like walking still. And she's still on her way and it takes months to get there. Yeah. I mean, we don't know. I don't know. So many questions. Huh, interesting. All the questions. Huh. <laughs> Easter, Easter egg. Or would it be like a Christmas present? Because it was Christmas on Christmas present. Eve. Christmas present. Christmas present. Yeah. present. Yeah. Okay. Cool. They're singing about how I think it got you beat. I think it got you beat. Yeah. 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 So during this, there's this whole session where they go into percussive farting and burping. Oh, my God. It's, it's Chelsea's dream. It's my dream. But actually, Cast what's so me. funny, they're making all these disgusting <laughs> bodily noises. And this is what kind of makes their friendship happen okay kindles their friendship um what people don't know is the director was actually down in the orchestra booth making all these noises for them shut up yeah (laughs) 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 (laughs)
episodes. <laughs> they, those weren't pre-recorded? I think some of them must have been because they kind of overlap. Like, they're like on that electronic but, MIDI thing. But there was an interview that I listened to where he's like, no, I'm making those noises. My and kind so, of musical. Yeah, I know. It's Chelsea's literal dream. Literal dream. Literal dream. That's my dream. Yep. Literal, uh, as literal. Rob Lowe would say in, uh, in Parks and Rec, which I'm binging right now. <gasps> Literally. 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 Ann Perkins. Um, this is my formal proposition to Ben Schwartz. Hey, you want to get married? Thank you. We head back into Duloc, where Lord Farquaad is taking a bath. And I love the number of legs that they got this guy for, for Lord Farquaad. Cause, really? Yes, he has more legs? He has more legs oh because God. his legs, he has his naked ass legs uh, in the bathtub. Uh, and he's, he's laying in that tub, planning his wedding, and... That's what I was doing this morning. I, I would assume so. And he's telling the magic mirror, like, oh, we want to invite this person and this person. And then he realizes that he doesn't have very many people to invite in his family, Aww. such as his father. Where we hear the song, The Ballad of Lord Farquaad. My daddy was a miner. So he wasn't much around. He simply muttered, hi-ho, and off to work he'd go. Daddy was grumpy. Shut up. So, no. what's insane about this No. is his mama was a princess. And daddy was grumpy. But, so who who do you think the princess would be? Was Snow White. Yes, but who was, con- who was contested, or bachelorette number one? Cinderella. In the dating game. Or who was Bachelor at number two in the dating game? Snow White, right? So, yes, because she was in Tupperware. But who's his mom? Snow White. So. They had sex. The Bachelorette. Before the apple. That was Bachelorette number two that he could potentially marry. Oh, it would have been his mom. <laughs> Ew. We got there. Why wasn't I there? Oh, I got there. Oh. This is where I'm like, hmm. Oh. Okay. I mean, unless another princess came along before Snow White. My mama was a princess who left her crown behind. Daddy was a true love, so mama didn't mind. I never knew my mama, but she could have been a queen. She married way beneath her. Beneath her knee, I mean. So he doesn't know his mother. So it could potentially be. It Snow could White. be Snow White. He but would have married his mom. Whoever the mother, whoever the princess was, yeah. left her crown behind. So okay, could have been somebody else. Could have been someone else. I like the song. It was you know, in the. Isn't it? I really. I do. I do. He's in the bathtub for all of this. Yeah. He's not moving. I love it. So he talks about how he was abandoned in the woods, and that's why he's had the way he is. You're gonna pay, Daddy. It's any day, Daddy. I'm off to work. It's like a rose moment from um, Gypsy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like how he, how much he references other shows here. Yeah, I'm into kind of his, him. like his whole. That's thing. a shtick. That's a sh- his shtick is being other people. I mean, it's the whole the that's, whole yeah. musical shtick. Yeah. So he like that's why he's going to be this big guy. Mm-hmm. He's going to be. A huge deal. And then he goes back into the into the shadows of the stage and out come Shrek and Fiona with their newfound camaraderie and they're making like beats. They're like pff, 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 pff. No, it's, it's like a beat. Pff, 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 pff. 
That was me trying to copy them beatboxing. So we move into their newfound camaraderie, which is starting to starting to kind of grow into this like maybe they like each other. Aww. What's going on here? And Donkey's the one who's like, I'm being ignored. What's going on? Aww. And he and Shrek, he's like trying to get Shrek to like gather the courage to get romantically involved with Aww. Fiona at this point. Donkey's and a wing they're, man. They're, they're roasting over the fire and he starts singing the song Make a Move. There's something going on around here. I've been watching and the signals are clear. Oh, you don't believe love is blind? Well, I got some friends who think otherwise. the help of the three blind mice from his imagination to help him uh, help Shrek ask Fiona out. I love that. And he's like, this is like, it's all like, Shrek, you can't hear me right now, but. And the the three blind mice have their little canes and they're definitely showgirls. Yeah. They're they're the tall, skinny ensemble members. So yeah, so they're, they're, they're singing to him and then Fiona's like, I love this rat eating situation, whatever he calls them. S'mores with rats. Snothers. Snothers? So they made snothers, which is really kind of dark because they just... They just ate the three just, blind mice. No, no, no. They just dance with all the rats and warning person. She's there eating snothers, and he's like, "It's you are what you eat, blah, blah, blah. And then suddenly she's like, oh, it's almost sunset. It's beautiful sunset. Oh, it's almost sunset. I have to go. And she runs into this little hut. And so... Shrek goes out and he is like picking flowers and shit. And he's trying to figure out how to tell Fiona how he feels about her. Right? And he picks up some he picks up some sunflowers and how to get out of his shell and he sings the song When Words Fail. Princess, I How's it going first of all? Good? I picked this flower right over there. Is where it grew. Oh, I love it. So he's thinking about how if words fail. So he's trying to figure out what to do with the sunflower and how he's going to tell Fiona how he feels about her. When words fail, what will I do? Meanwhile, while he's out finding his fly- flowers. Flowers? He's finding his flowers. He's the wine A little bit. Donkey <laughs> goes into the shed trying to find Fiona to talk to her. Because maybe he noticed that Fiona might have feelings for Shred. Aw, Donkey being a wingman. And he runs into... Ogre. An ogre. Ah. He runs into this ogre who's inside, who is, in fact, Fiona. So she just had to transform into an ogre again. Yeah. And she says, yes, I've been an ogre. I was cursed as a child, and I was locked away in a tower to not scare our kingdom, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and only a kiss of true love will return her to her proper form. Her proper form. What form that will be? We don't don't know. know. And she asked Donkey to pretty much promise not to tell, to not to tell anyone, but especially Shrek. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to need a whole lot of therapy after this. 
Come same, on. Come on, same doggy. doggy. Life. So at the end of this conversation, though, Shrek comes up to the door to go and tell Fiona how he feels. But Fiona is saying how ugly and princess don't go together. Oh, and Shrek takes and it the Shrek wrong way. takes it as she's talking about him, the oh. ugly, and her, the princess. She's talking about herself. And so you know, we, talked, we talked with uh, Very Broadway, what do assumptions do? Makes an ass out of you and Makes umption. Makes an ass of you and umption. <laughs> and psh, and psh. He assumed it was about him, and he storms off. He throws down the flower. Aww. He storms off. Row, row, row. So the next day, she comes out in her human form, and she goes to tell Shrek about how she feels, as well as about the curse, in the song Morning Person Reprise. Last night I was uncertain. But this morning, this morning, this morning, Shrek. You, you heard what I said? Every word. Especially, who could love such a hideous, ugly beast? She's made this decision. She's going to explain. But when she tries to explain, Shrek pretty much tells her that, oh, well, you just think I'm an ugly beast. Because he overheard her. Which caused Fiona he's he's pretty much saying like how could you love an ugly beast which made Fiona assume that donkey said and so Shrek knows and like loving an ugly beast wouldn't work out so she then has an assumption and what do assumptions do make an ass out of you and (laughs) and so she's like well then fine I'm gonna go marry Lord Farquaad who then arrives he's shown up and he's on this He's on the horse, like, in the movie, which mm-hmm. has the fake mm-hmm. legs, and it's just ridiculous. He arrives to claim Fiona and tells Shrek that he cleared the swamp of the fairy tale creatures, and the swamp is Shrek's again. So, he's not really, in, like, Fiona's not really that impressed with Farquaad, but to, like, really dig it into Shrek, mm-hmm. she's like, yes, I will marry you. Damn. And looks at Shrek. Rude. And she insists that the wedding happens before night that evening Mm -hmm. so that she won't be discovered. So this is bright early in the morning. They have to have it before sunset. Oh, my. So Farquaad and Fiona ride off back to Duloc, and Donkey is trying to understand, like, trying to explain to Shrek, like, no, 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 you're just angry and confused, and what you're talking about, you both are talking about two different things. You need to communicate. Listen to me. (laughs) And Shrek just rejects him. He's like, no, this is my swamp, and this, and it, I, you were just here to help me, and that's it. We're not friends. Fuck you, donkey. Fuck her. I'm going back to my life before, which was all alone, and I'm gonna build me a wall. In the song, build a wall. Build a wall. Trump's theme song. I'm gonna build me a wall. I'll make it ten feet high. See you later, pal. Bye-bye. Part of me wants to be Shrek because I would kill the shit out of this song. Alas. So and a lack. A lack and a lass. A lack and a lass. A lack. So he is building a wall. So he is building a wall to keep out all these fairy tale creatures that he had had and And his emotions. And his emotions. <laughs> exactly. He's building a wall, a wall from the outside world Aww. and going back to thinking that it's going to be as happy as he was before. Because remember, he was happy. Like, all this shit happened because all these fairy tale creatures just showed up. Like, he could have just lived the rest of his life in his, like, unknown happiness. Gonna build a wall! Meanwhile, 
world, the fairy tale creatures are now homeless and they're traveling kind of like in the middle of the roof from Anatevka. <laughs> Chelsea's laughing at me because we've taken this like probably four takes to say that word. Chrysanthemum. So they are traveling out of their, um, they're on the way to a landfill. That's going to be their new home. Oh, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of trash there. Trash? 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 You belong there trash. with the landfill, Chelsea. So since they're, they're being forced to relocate out of the swamp. So they're kind of pissed because Shrek broke his promise to them because he was like, well, his promise was, I'm going to get you off my swamp. But that was, yeah, that was, you know, taken as, oh, you're going to make it back to the way it was. Technically, he didn't break any promises. So he didn't technically break any promises, and I feel like Brandon's going to come after us and be like, uh, actually, actually, the script says that they have the same father. I appreciate Brandon. I do appreciate (laughs) (laughs) No, but really, I think he's actually music directed that one, too. So he would know. He would know. know. So he broke his promise to them, allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) However... Gingy, he starts ranting about how Farquaad is being intolerable. Like, why are we mad at Shrek? We should really just be mad at Farquaad because the only reason this is happening is because of his hatred of freaks. And it's okay to be a freak, right? Gingy is the one who's like, this should be fine. But Pinocchio is kind of their leader in all this weird leader. So... Jinji's like, no, we need to go after Farquaad. And, and Pinocchio's like, no, 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 we need to just stay and do what we're told because we're freaks and we're not allowed back and forth in Duloc and we're just gonna go. And fine. he would just be better if he were a real boy. No, Pinocchio would be better if he were a real boy. So <laughs> Pinocchio's being a little bitch. So they start singing the song. And Jinji's trying to convince him that it's time to protest. It's time to protest. Protest. And inspiring him to accept himself for who he is because he's not a real boy. He is, in fact, a puppet. Spoiler alert. Pinocchio is not a real boy. And he's trying to have them gain or trying to get Pinocchio to gain his confidence by singing the song Freak Flag. It's time to stop the hiding. It's time to stand up tall. Say, hey, world, I'm different. And here I am, split hearts and split hearts and So, so this, this song was literally the debut of my belt voice yes, that belt came voice. out at 22 years old. My belt voice decided to make an appearance. Let your freak So they're singing Freak Flag, and by the end of the song, they're all... I wish I had my gay pride flag. I I don't know where it is. I think we we waved a... A A pride flag. Yeah. Yes. So they sing about being freaks, and... I'm wood, I'm good, get used to it! Yes! Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. They're realizing that this group of people can take down Farquaad, just takes them all. Oh and my so Pinocchio, 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 no, Pinocchio. Pino, I was saying like a penis because mm, he's wood. No, I was going with a wine. I was yeah, being classier. I was being crass. He now leads this gang to Duloc to overflow, far, overflow, 
I think the wine is starting to speak for Emily. <laughs> He's going back to do to overthrow for quad once go. and for all. Once and for all. So Shrek is back at the swamp. Swamp. His own swamp. And he is, alas, missing his friends. He has experienced socialism. No. No. He has experienced socialization. Socialization. <laughs> and now he misses his friends. Donkey shows up, though, attempting to um, take his half of the swamp. He goes, I did half the work. I get half the booty. The exact opposite of socialism. Exactly. Okay. So he's, he's trying to, he's making his own wall. And Shrek's like, you can't do that. And Donkey's like, no, because you're stubborn. You know why she's gone? It's because you're stubborn and an asshole. And you drove off Fiona. She even, she even liked you. Maybe even loved you. Fiona loved me? So Donkey reveals that what he was trying to when Lord Farquaad took her. So he just, like, wasted time. This is, keep in mind, this is, like, yeah. the afternoon. Yeah, this yeah, happened yeah. in the morning, and now they're in the afternoon. God, and time so, goes fast. I know, it goes fast. And so Shrek is pissed because Fiona didn't want to be with him because he's an ugly beast. And Donkey's like, she wasn't talking about you. She was talking about someone else. And Donkey doesn't, he's like, you don't even like me. And Shrek decides to finally take the higher road and he apologizes and he extends his friendship to Donkey for the first time in this entire show. So he's now friends with Donkey and Donkey's like, you know, you should really object to this wedding. You should go back to Duloc. So Donkey's forgiven Shrek and they go back to Duloc to get, to object to the wedding and kiss Fiona because he is in fact Fiona's true love or so he thinks. Um, Because he has finally found the words to express his love to Fiona in the song, Big Bright Beautiful World Reprise. Tear down a wall and clear a spot for two to be with you. So he's, he just declared his love. So he goes out to the wedding where there's a stained glass and like, Choo! love from the minister. Love. love. Farquaad is trying to marry and they're like, can we just skip to the I do's? Mm-hmm. Shrek comes in like, I object. He's like, I, uh, I, uh, uh, I love you. And Farquaad's like, oh, the ogre loves the princess. <laughs> and so Farquaad's mocking this love between Shrek and Fiona, because Shrek is an ogre, and so... A princess could never love an ogre. Exactly. So Fiona is, is is struggling because she's like, I need to break the curse, so I have to kiss Farquaad, my true love. Question mark. Or I go after this ogre, and then suddenly the fairy tale creatures storm into the wedding, and they're like, we protest our banishment! We belong where we were! Yeah. So they're all running in. Everything's like going insane. And then also Grumpy comes running in with, and he's like, oh, I'm your father and you're being a jackass. Because <gasps> he kicked Farquaad out of his house at the age of 28 because Farquaad had moved into his basement. <laughs> and so Farquaad's actually a freak as well because Farquaad is grumpy. He's, 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 an, he's, he's, he's a dwarf. Yeah. He's a dwarf. So, because he was 28 years old. So that means Farquaad's kind of old. He left his house at 28. I mean, good for him. He created this whole kingdom. Yeah, when did he establish that kingdom? Good for him. I know, right? He's How probably he like 40-something or 50-something. Ew. Fiona has kind of 
pushed back from this scuffle and like the lights are changing because guess what it has the sun has set <gasps> and suddenly she's turning into an ogre. Ogress. Oh, ogress. So during the scuffle, she has now turned into an ogre. So Farquaad's like, oh, fuck that. I don't want no ogre for a wife. And he's disgusted over this, but they're married now. See, so you see, we're married. And he, he tells, he calls for the guards to draw and quarter Shrek along with the fairy tale creatures and banish Fiona back to her tower. Oh, no. And Farquaad proclaims himself king. He is the king. But guess what? Shrek whistles and Donkey's girlfriend appears. Who's Donkey's girlfriend? The dragon. The dragon. The dragon. dragon, um, Who escaped from the castle and was with Donkey just in time for the wedding. And the dragon crashed through the window with Donkey. And he he lights Farquaad on fire. But usually you eat. It's like they eat Farquaad. Okay. So Farquaad's now dead. Whoa. He's gone. I know. It's just like pfft, fixed. Oh, This okay. is fixed. And so Farquaad's dead. Shrek and Fiona are like, uh, uh, I don't know what to do. And she's like, I'm an ogre. It's really sad. And he's like, but I love you. And she's like, I love you too. And they kiss. Oh. And she goes back up in the air. Oh, they the do the whole to like. Be broken. Yeah. They do like the whole Beauty and the Beast transition. Yeah. Okay. And she comes back down. And guess what? She's an ogre. She's still an ogre. And so she's really ashamed by this, but Shrek's like, no, you're still beautiful. <laughs> so they're like, oh, yay, and they kiss. To then have the Shrek narration come up for them to have their new life together with the donkey and dragon and all the fairy tale creatures as they start to sing about their liberation. And this is our story. We'll write them. We will tell them. You will hear them. You will smell them. This is our It's all the fairy tale creatures talking about how they're freaks and how they love each other. And in, by the end of the song, they have created this wedding for Shrek and Fiona, and they have they get married. God bless us, everyone! <laughs> to the song I'm a believer <laughs> that's it they've gotten married hey. the fairy tale creatures are happy everyone's happy it's a happy ending well, that's the song that they added and then they yeah they added that song later so it used to just end at the end and then it was over <laughs> god so now I'm tired me too it's nap time <laughs> this was this was two and a half hours I'm gonna have to get cut down yeah. Plus what we already have, right? No, no, it's two and a half oh, hours total. with it. Okay. Yeah, okay. total, total. So it's a right. fun, fun Wednesday. So you ready? How do you feel, Chelsea? I feel good. You feel good? I feel like an asshole now, but Okay, well, outside of our one more story maybe about how Chelsea <laughs> is insensitive. But No, no, this was great. I love I love how Shrek follows the movie. Yeah. Pretty it's much. Literally just it's the movie the with movie some fun with music. music. And I really love how Shrek celebrates diversity. Oh, yeah. It's, like, amazing. I think the moral of the story here is let your freak flag fly. Yes. Yeah. Like Chelsea does every day. Every effing day. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, if you would like to support us, please join us on on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash winesanddolls, where you will get all of our bonus content and one more story. And you can join our other patrons that we love so much. So thank you so much for the support from Allison, Brandon, Sydney, and Noah, Mama Lang, Mama Hardy, Mama King, and Andy. Yay! If you would like to 
sport around a face mask or shield or any of our other swag, you can find it www.zazzle.com slash wines underscore and underscore dolls underscore swag or find it in link in bio. If you have a listener story to submit, please submit it by emailing us at winesanddolls at gmail.com or filling out the form link in bio. If you would like to find us on the social medias, we can be found on all social media at Wines and Dolls. If you felt like you had a five-star experience, please go ahead and press that subscribe button anywhere you get your podcast to never miss an episode. And scroll down to give us a five-star review and write us a little note. We want the little notes. I like the notes. We like the notes. We give like us to some encouragement. Some encouragement. If you feel like you had five-star encouragement, go ahead and give it to us. If you felt like you had four or less-star encouragement, please email us at winesanddolls at gmail.com. And with that, I'm Chelsea. And I'm Emily. And this is Wines and Dolls! Bye! Cover your wine. Cover your wine. Cover your wine. Cover your wine. Cover your wine.